Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. What's up? Y'all already coming at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy, happy, uh, happy, uh, Black History Month. Happy, happy Black History Month. Okay. Yes, sir. Black lives do matter. Black history all throughout the whole year. <laughs> but, um, thank y'all for, you know, being on here. Just, you know, agreeing to this, you know? I know y'all was probably a little scared, but I'm glad that. Y'all can come on here. We can have a conversation about mental health, you know, about grief, too. You know, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, we all been through a lot. The same stuff like grief. So, hey, everybody. Welcome to Mental Health Check-In with Talik. I have my cousins, my blood with me today. Um, my cousin Jamar to the bottom left. And my cousin Bernard to the bottom right. We're going to talk about all things mental health, fitness, and grief and depression, whatever. Um, we are not professionals. We're just having a conversation, checking in on each other, and talking about our own mental health journeys and how we cope and deal with things. So we started off, you know? Um, we start off with our burner. How's your mental health today? How's your mental health then? Yes. Lately, it's been pretty good. Um, you know, I've, I got a new job. You know, I feel like I'm, at a, I'm in a better place. Um, I would say I'm in a better work, work environment. Um, and, you know, that's led me to be more <clears throat> financially happier, I would say, um, in terms of emotionally and all of that. You know, emotionally, I'm doing well. Um, I don't really have any problems there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, for as of right now, over the past couple of weeks, I, I would say I'm, I've been doing pretty well. That's good, man. That's good. I'm glad to see you doing well, cuz. I'm glad to see you doing well. Jamar, how's your mental health? Um, my mental health is uh I don't know. It's uh it's pretty much a roller coaster to be honest. You know, there's some good days. Um, today was a good day for me. I got to spend some time with my son, my twin, I actually don't, you know, see too often. You know, my best friend's back here, you know, cooking some food for us. So uh today's been today's been a really been a really you know hot day for me um but and it just led right into the talk that we about to have today so yeah yeah that's good today's been a good day for me too um i don't know why past couple weeks i've just been up and down but today's been a real good day today maybe the new medicine i'm taking i don't know what it is but it's been a good day so um next question i have for you guys um let's talk about let's start off with something a little heavy let's talk about grief all right the viewers out there, these are my cousins. We lost the same people in life. You know, we, we deal with grief. We lost the same people. But let's talk about, you know, I don't forget how old we were when y'all lost your mom. Seven. Um, how old? Seven. Yeah. We were young. So, you know, I just recently lost my mom three years ago. So how did, how did that, like, feel for you guys when you lost your mom at a young age? Um, I know for me personally, like at a young age, um, I kind of, I acted out. So this probably, I don't know if I was in fifth grade or it may have happened like the year before fifth something like that. But, um, I like, I took, I turned to her like, you know, we grew up in a Christian, grew up going to church every Sunday. I kind of like took a turn and started rebelling and I started like, pushing God out. So like I was like, man, he took my mom, like what else is gonna take the that's how I felt at the time. So yeah, like I started rebelling. I stopped going to school. Like it really affected me a lot, um mentally. And they had us we had like half days of school where they would let us out and go talk to a counselor. And I think at seven years old, eight years old like I don't really, I don't really know what I'm feeling right now, but I can't express it to you know somebody here taking notes. So like, um, yeah, just I just kind of bottled everything up, and like it was just until like recently I was able to like see a therapist and like let all of the, like the demons out. 
Um, so, but again, yeah, no, back to where we started. Yeah, uh, for me, it, it it really like I put everything away and I bought it up and I just I put it all up till a couple of years years ago. Thank you. How about you, Bernard? Um, for me, I was a mama's boy. Like anybody who, anybody in my family who know me, knew that I was on my mama's hip all the time. So like, when she passed, I, I remember being at the funeral, and I was hysterical. I just remember going from lap to lap. Just crying, not being able to control my feelings. And kind of like Jamar said, like, he started acting out, so did I. So I think it was, like, probably the year before she passed, she was, like, a student, a teacher's aide. So she was at the school. She was helping out. So, like, I was constantly had my mom there. So if anything was to go on, I had my mom there. I remember at one point in time when she was there, I got in trouble. I started running around the school. I ran right to my mom. She got me out of trouble. The next year after she had passed, the same school, like Jamar said, he started acting out. I started acting out too. I got suspended seven times that year. And it kind of just like all went downhill kind of from there. And just like I wasn't, I was just, I was just, for the most part, I was a bad kid, lying to everybody, uh, telling on everybody. Yeah, like, I ain't like I didn't I didn't care no more about nothing for real, for real. Like I was fighting all the time. Like it it just got bad for me after I lost my mom. Um, and honestly, it pro things probably for real, for real didn't really change until maybe we got to state college or even once I got to college myself where I actually was by myself and I had to like start figuring things out on my own. I didn't have my mom. I didn't have my brothers. I didn't have my grandma no more. Like I didn't have my aunts right here by my side. So like I had to start figuring things out on my own. Um, so I think that's when like things started to really change for me um, in terms of like getting my act together and starting to like figure out how I can deal with life, you know, by myself for real, for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did tell on everybody else. <laughs> but <laughs> we always been, we, we always been, we always been, you know, you know, we, we, we put <laughs> big grandma through a lot. <laughs> but, you know, we's all been stuff like that, you know? Like, I'm sorry that y'all had to deal with that at a young age. I didn't know what that felt, you know, felt like, because, you know, my mom was still here. But just losing my mom, like, three years ago, it hurts, you know. That's a pain that's always going to be there. That's something that you just can't get over, you know. You wish they was here. And, you know, like, again, I'm sorry for, you know, that happening. Um, the viewers don't know, like, um, we, my cousins, my two cousins, we grew up together, you know, played basketball. And we was always in the parks late at night. We was bad. Um, our pop-pop used to come find us in the street. No, we would just do some <laughs> crazy, <laughs> some crazy stuff. And, like, I had to sit there and think the other day. I'm like, wow, like, we went through the same type of grief. Like, every, my great, how many, how many kids great-grandma had? Like, seven, I don't want to say the wrong, like, seven, nine? I think nine. Yeah, like, nine. There's only one child left. One child, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, you know, we've been through the same type of grief, and like we watch years and years go by, which is people just go left and right. And like, my next question to ask y'all, you know, after everybody's like going, like, how do you guys feel about that? You know, I know it's life that we, you know, I know life that people got to go, but it still affects your mental health, it still gets you sad. Because, like, my grandma left, I like that broke my heart, that broke my heart. Everybody know I was a grandma's boy. At the, you know, and um, Bernard yeah, said he was a mama's boy, but he was also a grandma's boy too. But, I was, yeah. yeah. My mom passed, I was like, yeah, he definitely. <laughs> you do anything to Bernard, great grandma would get mad. <laughs> but um, how do you guys feel? We're going to start with Bernard. How do you guys feel like after all the, like, the deaths that happened, you know? Like, did it affect your mental health at all? Yes and no. Um, obviously it did because it's my they're my relatives. Yeah. You know, that's my family, that's my blood. Um, 
I've known him all my life, and um, I got a special bond with each and every aunt, cousin, family member who's passed away. So, like, yeah, I, I obviously, I obviously feel something. You know, it 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 takes my breath away. You know, I don't in the in the moment. I don't know what to think at the time. Um, but at the same at the same token. You know, I feel like I got to continue to do what I'm doing because without them, I, I for, honestly, without them, I wouldn't be who I am today because, you know, I've, I've gone through different things with all of them who who's had an impact on my life and who, you know, had obviously if they had an impact on my life, it created me. To, it, it turned me into the man who I am today. Yeah. Um, so, like, honestly, I just keep moving forward and you know I just think about them as I'm going on and you know everything I do I do it for them I do it for my family you know if anybody who knows me they talk to me you know for real for real, like I I'm do I do everything for my family with my family and mine um so yeah it affects my mental health but at the same time like I gotta continue to push forward because I know at the same time that's what they would want me to do they wouldn't want me to just stop and you know, continue to sorrow over their loss. You know, they will want me yeah. to keep moving forward and keep doing the things that I'm doing because I would feel as though you know my family is very proud of the man I've become. So I want to continue to make them yeah. proud of me. Yeah. Thank you, and Jamar. Um, you next. Um, they said your sound was going in and out. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do. I got Wi-Fi. Just, uh, just, just let me know. Yeah. I'm, Oh. I'm right, we good? Everybody y'all can hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh could you ask the question again, please? It was um after losing, you know, after we all lost a lot of family members, like did it affect your mental health at all? Sorry, one more time. After losing like all our like most of our family members, you know, great grandma, everybody that's gone, did it affect your mental health at all? Oh yeah, okay. Does it affect my mental health? Um so I can kind of piggyback off of what Bernard because I, I don't know, I feel as though we lost the same people, so we're kind of yeah. going thing. But we're going through the same thing, like, I don't know, kind of separately, because, I mean, he don't live here. I can't, you know, have him over here every night when I'm, you know, feeling down or anything like that. But, um, yeah, like, I, I just feel as though they would, they would want us to continue on in their name. So, like, we got to use – we just got to – I've been saying this for a minute, like, pay it forward. So just – like anything that they taught us that we thought should apply to our life and we got to pass that knowledge on. So like yeah. my son, my friends, my brothers, my family, you know, anything that they taught me, you know, like Bernard said, to make him who he is, like pay it forward. Like let them know, hey, my aunt used to do this. Yeah. So I'm always said, you know, go to bed, have a glass of water before bed, like that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. pay it forward and just like live like – their body is dead, but their spirit, like, lives on with yeah. us. So as long as you, like, I feel as though as long as we keep that in mind and we're, so, we're like, I feel as though we're a really tight-knit family. Like, we're, like, we're pretty close. Like, like you said, we grew up together. We grew like, cousins, uncles, like, we all grew up in, like, the same house. And um, so we, I, I take my family very seriously. Um, you know, I feel, I feel really bad, you know, if your family betrays you, because what do you, like, blood, like, that's supposed to be thicker than everything, so, yeah, family means a lot to me, and, like, them passing is just, you know, we're all, like, I time, I don't know when it, when it is, yeah. when it's, but I want to make sure while I'm here, I'm, like, I'm impacting my son's life, I'm impacting people's life that I care about, so, and I know that's what, that's what they had in, on their minds, so. It's it's so crazy, right? Because you know I go to therapy. I don't know. I don't know if y'all go to therapy or not, but I go to therapy like yeah, every it. week, and I learn. I realized something. You know, like like when your mom had died, and then great grandma had died. Y'all had moved. I was talking to my therapist about that, which was crazy. Um, I was telling him that like like it wasn't y'all fault, but like I felt like everything. I was getting abandoned by everybody. Like oh, it started with. I think Megan and Brittany moving to Delaware. Then it started with y'all moving next. And then it started with G moving to Sharon Hill. So I'm just like left alone. And it's crazy. Like I, when I talked to my therapist, I was like, that's not my, I just, I, I, I don't know why.
but like you know y'all stuff happened you know people died y'all had to go and everything but you know we still got to hang out and everything y'all came down the summertime y'all was at you know Josephine's or Charlotte's or whatever like that and the next sec the next question I want to get into is um when y'all had to move right um the brother took y'all in how did that feel like you know how did that feel man you know your brother you know was he in college at the time or he just graduated yeah, graduated. Okay, so how did that feel? Like you know, we all moved to state college and everything. You know, how did that feel? It was different. Uh, okay. Um, because obviously we grew up in a uh, <clears throat> at the time predominantly black area. Yeah. We moved out to state college, predominantly white area. Um, so the change was different. We had we definitely had to adjust, and I think we adjusted very well. Um, but, and at the same token, like, here's our brother who's, in a sense, acting as a father figure. So I think that definitely took us a little bit by surprise, too, um, because me, Jason, and Jamar growing up together, like, we can argue and fuss and, you know, we can always come back to each other and do whatever, like, and... We just we had like a brother kind of relationship other than Jason. I mean, Jason was always fighting, but <laughs> like we always had like that kind of we had that brotherly bond. So like we always I kind of I kind of felt like when we moved up to state college, like we all just brothers living together. Yeah, but that wasn't the case. He was acting as a father figure, and obviously I came to realize that later. So it was a little bit of rebellion there when we moved up there and and you know, was living with him at first, but obviously, you know, we obviously had to adjust to what was placed in front of us, and yeah. that was that was our life. At, that was our life, so we ain't had no other choice. We can't say, yo, I want to go back to Philly. We, yeah. This is where we are. So, we had to deal with it, and, you know, I feel like we adapted to the change very well, and, you know, the men we are now, I think that says a lot for Ronell and what he did as our big brother, father figure. Shout out to right now. And yeah, I would say it was definitely uh, tough at first, but you know, we, we adapted to the change, you know, and we came out very well. Um, For me, I don't know. Blue State College was a, a culture shock, uh, pretty much like. When I moved, like, when we first moved here, I was just like, damn, I go like, I really go back to the, because in Philly, I really didn't, like, rules, like, we was living with grandma, bro, I was school, I was smoking cigarettes at, like, 10 years old, like, I was, I was, so when it came to college, I think, you, Jamar, you gonna end it out again, you gonna end it out. I was smoking. <laughs> I was smoking on the bogs. <laughs> Ten years old. What's going on? <laughs> <Not> the bogs. <laughs> Y'all hear me now, though? Yeah. Yeah. Where was I, bro? I lost my place, man. About, um, you, you the culture shock. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it was a culture shock. Oh, and I just wanted to go back home because, I mean. Again, I was, yeah, I was skipping school. Like, I made my own rules uh, at the time because I was just doing whatever I wanted. I was lying, telling grandma I was going to school, wasn't going to school. So, yeah, just coming uh, coming here and actually, yeah, like having a father figure, somebody who's, like, checking to make sure you're doing your homework and checking to make sure you're, like, being a model, like, citizen. Like, we were, I guess we wasn't really used to that. Like, um, but I do think that's the best, you know, that was the best thing that ever happened to me and my brothers, like, because we, okay. Yeah, no. Um, just the structure. Just um, I, I think that helped mold us into the men we are. And uh, I love who I am today. Like I see, I go to a therapist every week too. Yeah. And like I've come to terms with myself. I know who I am. I know my truth. I I love who I am. And my brother, brother, and my brothers are the reason that I. You know, I feel this way so strongly about myself. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't tell themselves they love them, or a lot of people don't tell. I hear I, I, my therapist told me one time, like, people, some people, and some people's families, like, people will they never hear their parents tell them they love them. 
or like family member like they'll be like i never i've never heard you know my dad or my mom tell me they love me like that's one thing that can never be said between me and my family like and i always yeah. tell my brother I love him yeah so like yeah right now is a big part of that and i yeah he, he he's a big part of who we are so i right, big ups to him I want to say I want to say shout out shout out to Rondell because like um it was Bernard is it is either Bernard was going to do it or I was going to do it it's going to be one of us but like shout out to Rondell because as a black man you know taking care of your brothers and stuff like that that's some dope yeah, shit that's bro. right out of college that's some that's right out of college that's some dope that's some dope shit shout out to him man I I thank God that y'all had him you know you know. I know it was a culture shock because y'all went from great grandma house doing whatever we wanted to do until, you know, <laughs> with your brother. Because, you know, we did whatever well, we wanted to do. Honestly, I can honestly uh, say, if he didn't take us down to state college, I don't know what room we'd be at right now today. Yeah. I can, I can honestly say that because niggas was in the street a little bit back then. Yeah. Like, not saying we were selling shit or whatever, but like we was out late. We was out doing whatever we yeah. wanted to, like Three, four o'clock in the morning. Right. He was uh it was so, like, and you, you can't say what was going what would happen to us. It was bad, yeah, yo. We was, was, <laughs> we was out there. Yeah, yeah but um the next <laughs> next question the next question I want to ask it's a serious I was just want to tell the viewers like if you know anybody that's going through any suicidals Thoughts or just anybody struggling with suicide, it is a national suicide prevention hotline. It's 1 800 273 8255. You know, anybody in need, make sure you dial that number 1 800 273 8255. Question for you guys I'll answer first and then we'll start with Jamar then Bernard. But have anybody ever struggled with thoughts of suicide? I have as a child. Um, I was in therapy the other day, I was in therapy like a couple weeks ago and I remember my dad used to take me and my mom to um, Lebanon, PA. We used to go up there all the time and stuff like that. And um, I, I had like a flashback in my head, like a deja vu moment. And I had got hit by a car while I was up there, right? I told them that I was I pushed, I played tag with somebody and ran outside, got hit by a car. No, I was trying to take my life at a young age because of the childhood trauma I was dealing with. And my therapist was like, wow. I say, yeah, like when Jamar piggybacked on the, you know, I'm piggybacking what Jamar said about the, you know, I never heard my grandma or mom really say I love you and stuff like that. I didn't know if it was okay and stuff like that, you know? So, like, I did try to take my life at a, a young age. I also did, like, you know, as a grown-up, a lot of people got to understand what I was going through. You know me, y'all know, I'd be like, F family quick. I just never came around and stuff like that. So, like, I tried to take my life before. Um, I do have a, like, let's start with Jamar. If, has suicide ever crossed your mind? Yeah, uh, it's crossed my mind a couple of times. Uh, it crossed my mind uh, when my mom passed away. I don't. A lot of people don't know, but my mom uh, deceased uh, that morning, uh, that what Valentine's Day morning, and yeah, like that played over and over when I was a kid. I went to. Uh, I, I know I, I went to some place where I had to wear a straight jacket. I remember they took my shoelaces and everything. I was sick. I was sick. They took my shoelaces. I forget. I forget, but I was there for like a week. And it was because I was I, don't, I was just out jumping on roofs and being being stupid. Um, so then, um, and then, I after my second after my second DUI, I got into like a really deep, uh, really dark place. And I, um, I got I got in a really dark place then because I just thought you know the world was like crumbling. But uh, I did find my way out of that out of that darkness and uh i've been pretty good ever since so i mean yeah like a couple of times in my life but i never i feel like you know doing you know committing suicide is just like i feel like that's a selfish act and i got so many people that love me and would be sick if i took my own life so i just keep that in mind yeah i try to stay happy and do things to keep my energy up and keep my spirits up because you know life's too short thank you how about you, Bernard? Um, yes, I have. Um, I would say <clears throat> it was it was when, and I don't I don't really talk about it ever. I never bring it up. Um, don't nobody ask. So I don't say it. But I had got arrested. I think it was my after my freshman year of college, um, and when I got arrested, the first night in jail. 
I had thought about killing myself because I had, I knew I had fucked up and I had made a, a dumbass decision and I knew this wasn't, this wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I just thought that it was probably best to end my life that night. <clears throat> but I mean, obviously I didn't do it. I'm still here today, but um, it had crossed my mind. Um, and I was, I was definitely fucked up that night when when everything happened and, and I was in that cell by myself. Um, I had a lot of shit on my mind. I was, there was just a lot of things going on, a lot of stuff going on. Um, but I'm glad I didn't do it because I'm very happy of the man <clears throat> that I became today. Um, me too. Yeah. I like. I just want to applaud y'all. Um, we don't try to get emotional, but I'm trying to applaud y'all. You know, Bernard, you sharing that, man. Like, this, the job that you're doing today and everything, you know, I'm so glad that you're still here. Jamari, you're a great father, you know. You're doing all you can to take care for your son, you know, showing him everything that, you know, that you probably wasn't shown when you was young. And I commend you guys. And my next question, like, you know, we're black men. What do you say about stigma in a black community about, you know, men, you can't be okay. You can't be weak. You can't express how you feel. What do you guys say with that? And I'll start with um, Bernard. Um, I go through a lot of. I go through a lot myself. Yeah. Um, granted, I don't talk about it, but it, it's okay to to express your feelings. It's okay to go through whatever issues you got going on. It's okay to talk about it. Um, because I def I granted I don't go to a therapist. Um, and I would say I tend to keep things to myself still, but I know for a fact that if there's something like really on my mind, I can talk to Jamar about it. I can call my brother right now and actually have these have some conversations with him. Um, and I have a couple friends that I can go to as well. Um, Tony and Mike, some and my man Jamar. Like there's people that I can actually go to. I don't do it often. Um because I try I mean, I try to deal with things on my own. That's not because I feel like I'm an independent black man. Um but I feel like I I feel like when I go through these things on my own, you know, I'm figuring out I'm I'm a single black man, so I I'm figuring out life on my own. Um so I just feel as though if it's something that I really need to get off my chest, I'll get it off my chest when I contact these person, you know, Jamar or my, or my friends or my, my brother. Um, but in those other situations, I know that those are things that, you know, I can deal with on my own and I can actually figure, figure those things out on my own. Um, but it's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to, to, to cry. It's okay to, to, go through whatever feelings or situations you're going um i don't look down upon it you know yeah. if you gotta cry or you gotta talk you know i'm i'm in open air i've always said that to anybody i've crossed paths yeah. with um i've been through a lot of shit in my life and yeah. i've dealt with a lot of things um and i'm still young so i know i'm gonna i'm gonna deal with a lot more guys drama and and situations that in my life I still got a lot a long life to live. Yeah. So if anybody has any problems, they can always come to me and talk to me. And I know that there's people that, you know, told me if you got anything on your mind, you can talk to me about. So, you know, yeah. I always keep that in mind. If I have some issues going on, you know, I know who I can go to. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Um, so for me, the question is, how do we feel about black men like speaking out? Like, the, 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 what do you feel about the stigma with black men? You know, basically, you know, just men or black men, period, saying that we can't, we can't feel, be depressed, we can't cry, you gotta yeah. be okay. It's, you know, like, what do you feel about that? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's changing a little bit, but I do uh, kind of understand what you mean. Like, if you start crying, suck up, you know, suck it up, you know, be a man. That whole, that whole, you know, um, 
don't know. I, again, I think it's changing. And uh, me seeing a therapist, I've been like, saying everybody should see a therapist. Shit. I say my therapist should see a therapist, you know? Um, I don't know. It's just because it's like, it's just helped me um, just kind of like let my feelings out and know that bottling up your feelings and stuff is not, it's not good for you. Like, yeah. You got to be, you got to have somebody that you can go to and talk to. Yeah. And like, through therapy, it's helped me because um, I have the same like, mindset is Bernard like I don't I don't ever want to burden anybody with my uh with what's going on in my life because they got so much going on in their life like I don't want them but um through therapy in like the last couple years I don't like that doesn't apply to me no more uh there was one time a couple months ago put into our group chat with my brothers and I was just like yo it was after my um my boss had passed away from the tavern real close and I put in the text message, I was like, hey, like, I really need y'all right now. So, like, if y'all got some time, boo, go, like, like, Bernard came up that, like, the next day, Jason came through the next day, Ronellen came, tell like, so, like, that's all, like, that's all you could ever ask for. It's like, for you to, like, send, like, send, send out for some help and have everybody come back, like, hey, you know what you need, I got you. Like, Bernard drove up, hold on one second. Uh, Bernard drove up, you know, Jason drove up, Kelly and Ronell, they all drove up because, you know, I told them I really need, you know, some some support. They showed up, they support. I'm going through some girl right now. I asked Ashley to come through. <laughs> I asked him to come through and cook. Bro, he came, came through and cook. <laughs> Just the support system that I have, like, I'm really, like, I'm really blessed. Um, and I'm thankful for therapy opening my eyes. I, I wouldn't have been, a, I would not have been able to tell my family that I need them and like right. I wouldn't like that's not even giving them the chance to respond like and prove me wrong type thing. so I, yeah I've learned a lot through that and as black men as men in general like we gotta let that we gotta let that go yeah it's okay to cry like bro we just like anybody else any other species like not but we humans just like anybody else yeah. we cry we have the same feelings we, you know what I mean like we feel pain like we all the same. So I say we we uh we gotta uh, support and promote you know yeah. mental health and just getting talking to people. Yeah, and I want to I want to say that um like you know people out there that's listening you know therapy may not be for everybody but keep searching for a therapist you know you never know what you know you never know I had different therapists and I found it and I want to say to you Bernard like I hope one day. You decide to go to therapy. Therapy is good for me. Um, I'm pretty sure Jamarcus said the same thing. It helps. It helped me realize a lot of stuff. Like, like every like my therapist told me this. Right, my therapist was like, Leek, you got to stop giving um, the sexual abuse so much power. Other stuff happened to you, and when I started talking about stuff, you know, living with grand my grandma and just a lot of stuff, I didn't realize that it was other stuff that made me the way I am today, depressed, you know, um, don't trust people, you know, um, feel like I'm not loved, you know, feel like don't nobody care. I realized that it wasn't just that that happened to me, it was other stuff that happened to me, just living with grandma, you know, a lot of shit that happened and stuff like that, you know, you know, mom, you know, my mom and dad and everything. So, like, therapy brings out some good stuff, trust me. It may be hard, it may be, like, painful to bring up some old shit <laughs> that you really don't want to talk about, but it brings out some good stuff. No, I believe it. I yeah. I tried. I went for like a month, and I guess for me, I just didn't find the right therapist. Yeah, every therapist is not. Trust me, I had some therapists that I they didn't give a fuck. They just was like there to get paid, and I gave up. I was, you know, I'm gonna keep trying to find one. The therapist I go to now, I went for him for a year, and I was going to him when uh, my sister. And Sinead had passed away. And I stopped going for like a year. And then he, I texted him back. He said, you can come back. Got right back on that joint. And we still, you know, going strong this day. But my um, next question for you guys is, um, I like them. I don't like really not into fitness as I should be. But these two guys are into fitness. Um, what do you say about fitness and mental health? Like, I know it helps. Trust me, I've been in the gym doing little workouts and stuff like that. You know, it's been helping with my mental health. I've been in a great mood. Like, what do you guys say about that? We start with Bernard first, then Jamar. I mean, hold on, hold on, Bernard, hold on. But when you answer that question, let the let the viewers know what do you do? Like, you know, what do you do? So I'm an athletic trainer. <laughs> um, so um, 
You want me to tell them like what an athletic trainer is, or just you like, can tell them what that is, or what, what teams that you work for. You know. All right, so, yeah, I'm an athletic trainer. So for those who don't know, what an athletic trainer is, um, I work. I work with me personally. I work with. I work at a college, Albright College, um, and this college has, I believe, twenty twenty some odd sports. Um, within those 20 some odd sports, I work with the men's and women's basketball team. Um, I take care of pretty much all of their injuries. Um, anybody gets injured, I work with them, rehab with them to help them return to play. Um, that goes as far as, you know, an ankle sprain, a broken, a broken bone, um, a torn ACL, concussions. Um, I work with these guys. Um, and as far as the sports or the team that I've worked for, um, I've bounced around a little bit, I would say. Um, I've been with University – I've been at the University of Miami, the University of uh, Florida International, Shippensburg University, um, and then I've been with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, That's um, it? <laughs> Jamar, I see that. Is College. Uh, that is uh, okay. College and <laughs> list one. You list them all. Huh? I said, if you gonna list one, you list them all. Yeah. My fault, brother. My fault, brother. <laughs> um, but as far as fitness and, and mental health, um, yeah. I say it helps. You know, there's definitely times where I got things on my mind, and me personally, I like to ride the bike. So I go and do 30, 45 minutes ride on a bike. Um, that helps clear my mind. You know, I'm a Peloton guy, so I get into the mood. My fault. Um, but yeah, I got the music going, and I'm just kind of, I'm just in a flow, in a rhythm. I ain't really got nothing else on my mind. And, you know, after that's going, like, I come back home, take my shower, um, either go on to work or get ready for bed or eat some food, get ready for bed type thing. But, Personally, for me, I think I definitely think it helps to clear the mind and get and, and just kind of like shift your attention to something else. Um, so I think if y'all if y'all are in the fitness and y'all do got things on your mind, y'all already got your workout in. Hey, maybe maybe go ahead and take another workout. Maybe do a light workout again. Uh, try and help clear your mind up. But no, I definitely think it helps. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that part. I definitely agree. And Jamar, tell the people what you do, man. Jamar works out. <laughs> Jamar works out too. <laughs> what I do is, I, so I'm a manager. I'm a uh, manager at a hotel, but when I'm not at work, I definitely am working out. I love working out. Um, feel good. You look good. You play good. You play good. Some some shit like that. But it really so like all that like all the working out like it's a it's like a it's a mental like release for me and um I meditate too. I do yoga and meditate. So I'll meditate like in the morning and just like kinda like map my day out and then like when I'm on the bike or doing cardio or while I'm working out, I just kinda like plan the rest of my day out like and it's always it always I always plan it out and it's always a good day, but it don't always happen that way. But as soon as I leave the gym, I'm glad I worked out. Um, I think if you don't work out, you need to work out. If you do work out, keep doing it. But if you have questions or anything, <laughs> ask Google and YouTube. YouTube University will they teach you any kind of workout you ever want to know. They they got they got the pe the uh, payment plans. They got the the health plans. You got to eat right too if you're going if you're going to work out. So it's a, yeah, it's not it's it's about what you put in your body as well. So got to eat healthy. It all, bro. It all, it all, it all ties up in the, in, in, into you know positive things. So definitely go work out. Yeah, treat your so body good. right and treat you right. Jamar, sure. be going, Jamar, better be going there. Especially Jamar <laughs> going there. Uh -huh. um, my next question, you know, as um, you know, I'm ex Bernard. Um, and uh, two different questions I'm gonna ask you guys, Bernard. Your question is, um, you know, as an athletic trainer. Like what do you what do you tell the people that you train about mental health? You know, if they're not feeling okay, you know, what do you say? And Jamar for you as a father, yes, you know, what do you tell your son if he comes to you like, Dad, I'm not okay? But we'll start with Jamar first, then Bernard. 
Yeah, for me, because uh, he does do that. Like, he'll I, – I, I just tell him to feel how he's feeling. So, like, if he's upset that he can't get no candy, he's just going to have to cry. Like, feel it. Like, be upset about it. Like, you can cry. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I want him to know that it's okay to – to cry, to be mad, to be happy, like feel how you're feeling. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you if he's upset about this candy. Oh, you're not getting this candy, so suck it up. No, like he's actually like he he's hurt right now. So I'm gonna let you cry, and when you're done crying, we'll talk about some real food that you can eat because you can't just eat candy. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, I definitely uh, I'm, let him feel how he feels and. I mean, we'll figure it out. So I just, I just want him to be open. I want him to be open with his feelings, and want him to know that this, like, this is a safe place. Like, if you want to come to me and cry, or if you want to come to me and throw, throw your pillows around if you're upset about something, like, be my guest. Like, just know that I'm gonna be here for you no matter what. That's what's up, man. That's yeah. what's up. Make sure Bart are eight in the corner, sneaking and giving him some candy. <laughs> uh, he's not now. <laughs> no, I don't give him no candy. I mean, <laughs> question, your question, brother, again is uh, basically, you know, as an athletic trainer, somebody comes to you saying, you know, I'm not okay. Like, what do you say? You know, what are you telling them? I mean, obviously, I kind of try to figure out what's going on. You know, it's more than I'm not okay. Like, what's going on? Um, there's a deeper reason to why you're not okay. <clears throat> um, and then for me as an athletic trainer working at a college, we got a counseling center. Yeah. So if it's something serious, all right, you know, are you willing to talk to someone else about it? You know, are you willing to talk to a counselor about it? And we can set up a meeting. Um, but if it's just me and they just want to have that conversation with me, you know, I let them feel how they feel. Kind of like Jamar yeah. said, like, at this point in time, I'm working with adults, you know, so I'm not going to tell you how you feel for whatever reason, you know, yeah. that's how you feel. It's okay to feel that way. Uh, we all have feelings. We all got em all got emotions. Everybody deals with different things. Yeah. Everything, everybody handles things differently. Um, so it's okay to feel however you're feeling. Um, but at the same token, like, is there a way we can, is there, I, if you're coming to me, is there a way I can help you out? Um, I also I would also want to know that as well. You know, if there's a way I can help you out personally, let me know because I will try to do what I can so that way you're not feeling this type of way. Yeah. Um. So I definitely I try to be as supportive as possible to to all my athletes and I tell all of them if y'all are going through anything, I'm an open air. I'm willing to talk to you. Um. But then again, we do have a counseling center, so if it's something serious and yeah. you know they would like to talk to somebody else, we can set up appointments for them. That's good, man. You know, it's, that's real good, you know, that your athletic, athletic trainer that cares. Because you see so many, like, celebrity or, like, football players and basketball players, they all talk about mental health. But they come out of what works down talking about mental health. You know, Maine Johnson, you know, like, a lot of others, you know, just talk about mental health. And I think it's dope and stuff like that. I love when men talk about mental health or just say they're not okay. Because I feel like with me, it wasn't um, okay, you know. It wasn't okay to talk, you know about it you know you know the neighborhood we grew up in and stuff like that so it wasn't okay you know we had to be strong you know and you you watch like strong women you grow up around and it's like like there's no time to be you know there's no time to have feelings or just be sad and stuff like that you know so that's real dope stuff like that um next question for you guys i got like two questions and we're done um in the past couple of years what, what have you guys learned about yourself, you know, Ment mental health-wise, whatever-wise, you know? What have you learned about yourself? We'll start with Bernard, and then we'll go to Jamar. That's a good, that's a good deep question for me right there. Wow, what have I learned about myself? Yeah. Um, I'm strong. I'm independent. Um, Honestly, yeah, that's really all I've been really figured out about myself in the past couple of years, to be honest with you. I'm strong as I am, and I'm independent. Um, I'm able to tackle things on my own. I've bounced, <clears throat> I've bounced around job to job, um, city, like state to state, kind of in a, in a sense, um, by myself. And I've had to kind of navigate and figure out 
life on my own and figure out how to deal with certain situations on my own. So um, I've been very independent and, and over the past couple of years. Um, and I've, you know, I've been very well handling my situation. So, you know, I've, I, I would definitely say that's, that's kind of how I've been, that's kind of been me over the past couple of years, honestly. Good, bro. That's good. What, what have I found out about myself in the last couple of years? Yes. Uh, and I found, I found out that I'm like, I'm like extremely blessed now. That's it. My family, my family you want, and my you going in and out again, Jamar. <laughs> it's okay. It's, uh, it's always when I put my phone down. I'm listening. Okay, it's good now. You putting it on something? No, mm -hmm. I'm just sitting at the table. Sorry. Yeah, if you said it's it good, it probably blocking the mic. Yeah. <clears throat> um, one thing I found out about myself within the last couple of years is that, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, like, truly blessed to have um, the support system that I have. And I, and I don't Honestly, if I have to keep coming back to this answer, I will. Cause like, like they mean like they really mean like the world to me. Um, yeah. And they've all like my close knit, like they've all been there when I've been at my like lowest point. Um, yeah. Last couple years, I realized that I blessed, and even though like I have been in some really dark spots, like that's like, you know, a bad what is it? A bad a bad sentence doesn't like. Um, make it a bad page. A bad page doesn't make it a bad book. You know, just because I have like one bad day doesn't mean I'm having a bad week or a bad bad month or bad year. So I just try to. Uh, I have a I have like high energy. Like I'm always like laughing and like trying like trying to have a good time. Make trying to make the best time out of nothing. So um, I learned that if I just keep that mentality and I keep my family close and uh, also. I learned that I can like let my guard down around people. I kind of like give people the benefit of the doubt, um, just because I just think like, what if, you know, they were in my position? Like, I just don't try to anybody out. Like, I try to like give anybody around me like if they are having a bad day, you know, come, you know, come, let's have a conversation. Like, can I get you a water? Can I do something to like help improve your day? Yeah. And, and I think uh, something I said earlier, like paying it forward. I, I've been able to do that. And just have you know my family, my close you know, relatives in mind, like my mom and my aunts, and you know cousins, and just anybody else that has made an impact on my life. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good, man. Um, the past couple of years for me, I just feel like I learned that I'm strong. You know that um, my story matters. That you know um, I have power to you know fight. Everything that's coming to me. Um, yeah, he froze. I froze. Yeah, you good now? Okay, I was. I, yeah, <laughs> I have power. You know, I have um, authority over my life. I learned that. You know, I'm sh like a lot of shit that I've been through. Like I'm strong as fuck. Like you know, a lot of people like would kill themselves by now. Like literally went through it, but I'm still here standing. You know, you know, after going through losing my grandma, my mom, and then you know, my mom, then I'm later my sister. That was like, you know, I didn't know if I would make it through that. You know, I was like heavily suicidal through that. I just realized that, you know, if I think of like the past years, I think of just strong motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I could think of. But, you know, yeah. You know, we're all strong. You know, yeah. I, I appreciate y'all. You know, for coming on here. You know, y'all. Um, shout out again to Rondell. Rondell, <laughs> you know, raised some great yes. young black men, some kings and stuff like that. You know, because like you said, y'all said earlier, like. And y'all would stayed in Philly, it could have been different. You know, we had the same friends. Like, with us, we ain't had friends. We just had family and stuff like that. You know, it was just us all together all the time. And we see some friends that's, like, in jail, shot and dead and stuff like that that we grew up with. And it's, I, I, listen, like, I always thank God that my grandma took me in. I always think that. I feel like if I didn't, I would turn out a little different. Yeah. But, um... I thank you guys. You got anybody um got any last words to say? I thank you guys for coming on here. You know, I really didn't I'm know not. if y'all. I didn't know if y'all was, but I'm glad that y'all came on here. We had to talk because you know we all grew up together. We all kind of went through the same shit with grief and everything. You know, any last words anybody want to say? Yeah, 
Oh, man, I appreciate you for having me on here and allow us to, you know, speak our truth and things we've been through and what we've gone through now and, yeah. you know, all that. So I'm proud of you and, and what you're doing for, for, for mental health and black men in general. Um, I'm proud of you and, and uh, speaking your truth, honestly, you know, finally become finding who you are as a man and, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I like for real, for real, out of all me, Jason and Jamar, I was with you the most. So yeah. like I remember how you <laughs> were acting out all the damn time. Like you were tripping. Bro, like I remember some of them little ass whippings you had got. So like yeah. I'm proud I'm proud of the man that you Still, man, it's still different. You too, Bernard. Can you come a long way too? Or something like real shit. You come a long way. You know, you was the troublemaker. Even though you was troublemaker, I had your back. I ain't care. Bernard talked trash. He was troublemaker. I still had Bernard back. You come a long way too, bro. Like you come along. Yeah, your mom, your mom will be your mom will be so proud of y'all. Like I know she's so proud of y'all right now. Yeah, great grandma, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. I mean, hey, we, we got to live our live our lives through them now. Or well, they're living through us, yeah. so we got we got to make them proud. What up? Right. What else we be doing? But one thing, the last thing I wanted to say is for sure, uh, mental health is no joke. If you are feeling some type of way, please reach out to somebody. Um, shit can get dark and I mean yeah. somebody can help guide you towards the light so if you are feeling something please 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 get help yes for sure and I'm proud of y'all too by the way <laughs> proud yeah, of you too man proud of, I'm proud of you too especially yeah. you Jamar you know you're a dad proud, you know, I'm proud of you you're too, a dad man. doing your thing man yeah. it's crazy because like yeah like before, before, before we go it's crazy because me and Jamar like I don't, I don't, I would never say that we hated each other, but I don't think we was never close growing up at all. I don't hate nobody. No, 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 no. I'm saying I don't, I'm not gonna say we hated. I think we was never close, but we have got closer, you know, through the years and stuff like that, you know. Because sure. I, I remember always being with Bernard or Jason. He was always with G. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how it was. You know, G was always playing ball. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think you know, I thank God for y'all. You know, love you guys, and you know, thank you everybody for tuning in. For yeah, our family mental health check-in, a family mental health check-in. Hopefully, we could do like another one. You know, bring Jason in there. You know, Jason will never like doing nothing. Get yes. Jason. <laughs> if you want me to do more, just talk. If you, can, if you can get Jason on here, do it. Do it again. I might get my hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna try. <laughs> Bye. Love you guys. Love you too, man. Y'all have a good night.